0: This is the Original Juno Podcast. Welcome to episode 22. Hi right, guys, welcome back to the show. Once again, we've got something a little bit different for you today. Um, it's an interview with Simon Goodman. I think it's really important one to listen to as it's coming from a bit of a different background and we're talking about some of I guess the initiative that has been running in the, certainly in the UK judo community. I'm sure a lot of you be aware, obviously the, the big one is the, the Brain Tumor Charity Events, um, the one this year obviously running in memory of Jamie McDonald and I think it's a great example of people in the judo community kind of being, um, coming together to do something really wonderful Um, obviously in in really tragic circumstances I think this tournament is is an excellent example of how people within judo connect together to try and do something positive the other thing we talk about is his petition to the government to get judo and other martial arts back on the GCSE syllabus so again um, listen to the podcast please go and support both these causes try and get involved in the brain tumour event if you can, um, either by entering or sponsoring or some other, other way of getting involved. There there is, there is a link in the show notes, um, and also go sign the petition if you live in the UK. It'd be great to get martial arts back on the syllabus. Anyway, hope you enjoy the interview. Here it is. Hi guys, welcome to the podcast. A uh, bit of a different one for you guys today. Um, joined by simon goodman some of you guys might not know that name uh he's super active in the judo community and he's going to tell us a little bit more about some of the things he's done in a bit um i guess first things he's you'll probably know him from the british judo community facebook forum um he's been involved with commie games as a volunteer and i guess the thing we're going to talk about today is the brain tumor competition that he organized last year and the one that's going ahead this year. Hi Simon, how yeah, are you? Yeah, hi James,
1: I'm really well,
0: how are you? I'm great, thank you very much. Um, look, thanks so much for coming on the show, um, really appreciate you coming on and especially as I think you've got some like really important things to talk about, um, so I appreciate your, your time. Going to start it the way we start, generally, all of the interviews I do, if that's okay. Can you just, yeah, tell us a little bit about how you got started in judo? Um,
1: well, how I got started in judo was really, I think, by complete accident. Um, what happened is, um, I don't know if well, any people that know me uh, will know, but I live, currently live in Edinburgh, um, and I've been living in Edinburgh for about 10 years now. Um, and one particular afternoon, it was September 2011. Um, I was walking up a road in Edinburgh past the Edinburgh University um, Sports Centre. So just minding my own business. And I didn't know at the time, but there was the Edinburgh University Sports Fair. And just outside, as you do, for, as you know, um, that every year each university has Freshers Week and they have a sports fair where they're trying to get all the people from university to come and join their sports. So I was walking up the road and a couple of guys, um, a couple of guys called Tom Julian and Oliver Triggs um, were handing out, hand, handing out leaflets for the judo club. And picked up a leaflet and he was like, nah, that was quite good. And then I, I, was, I asked him, so do you have to be a university student for this? And they said, no, 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 just come along. So came along to the session, um, enjoyed it really much, re- really well. And basically, it was taken by a former Commonwealth bronze medalist, uh, Amanda Costello. You probably know Mandy. Yeah, probably know Mandy. I know Mandy, yeah. Um And she took the session. I enjoyed it. And that was six years ago and, well, seven years ago now, oh, and awesome. now... I'm still at the club. Um, and as a result, and as a result of being at Edinburgh University Judo Club, I decided to take the step in basically doing a degree. So as a result of Edinburgh University Judo, I looked at, right, okay, what do I need to do? Because I thought, hmm, maybe I haven't got a degree. and never did well at school. And I looked into... Ways of doing it, so I went to college um, and did an access course and then got offered uh, a place at Edinburgh University, where I'm now currently doing my final year um, and writing my dissertation and before hopefully graduating in the summer of this year
0: Fantastic so, so simply joining the judo club has led to you well being invested in a degree and uh, fingers crossed finishing with a graduation yeah so
1: literally judo has changed my life it's quite there's there's nothing there's so much that has happened in my life that would not have happened if it was the judo
0: because you stumbled on onto the judo club awesome okay so um obviously a late starter to judo how have you found it as a as an adult starter i suppose university clubs are a little bit different most clubs I guess, tend to cater for kids' classes, but I university think, clubs, I guess... Um,
1: from my experience at, at Edinburgh, um, university clubs, and I'm sure you'll be able to agree, you get all sorts of people coming. You get um, You get people that have come straight from no judo experience at all. So you get international players that have come to do their degree. So the mix yep. is absolutely brilliant because... It's a great mix because every time there's a class, you know you're going to have that that really eclectic mix of beginners right through to Dan Grades. And it's it's a great dynamic in the club because it means the Dan Grades can help the beginners and the beginners get better because they've got that experience.
0: So a uh, big question, I guess, then, is are you fighting bucks uh, next week? Uh, yeah, I am indeed fighting my final, um, my final one. You, you say that now, it, you, final one for
1: this uh, stint. At yeah, university. as an undergrad. Although I am looking at, I have been, I have actually been offered um, two universities to do a postgrad.
0: Oh, brilliant! <laughs> oh, so you might be straight back in it next year.
1: Yeah, I'm like I'm like Peter Pan of Judah. I just never grew up and just just
0: want to find <laughs> an excuse to stay in university and stay at Judah. So, um, well, mate, I'm the same. My my first Bucks was back in 2001, and my last one so far was well, obviously last year, so 2016. So. Spanning fifteen years, so there's probably people who've got a bit a wider span of uh, competitions. I can, yeah, but, um, I think that's pretty. I would,
1: good. I would say a certain person that was on the same course of you, Mr. John Watt. Oh, of course, yes. <laughs> Who, who's done judo for probably a lot longer than you? Have
0: maybe <laughs> he's still a little older. I hope John doesn't act. Too. I've, I've... I've got a few years under under my belt, but um, yeah, he he may well have a bit more experience than me on the mat. So, I, I mentioned already that you volunteered at the Commonwealth Games. How did you get involved in that?
1: Well, I obviously was, was involved in judo before, uh, before obviously the Commonwealth Games, and then the I didn't, I wasn't that when the the Olympic Games came up I went to go and see the Olympics I went to go and see the judo down there in London but uh, that was only a year prior or a year of me being in judo so I didn't know that much about the sport and obviously the the volunteering process was way before I'd even take done judo so um, the Commonwealth games came up and then there was the then there was the talk of oh let's we've got it's in glasgow it's home games we need volunteers so signed up and went to the interviews got the interview got the job and then went down and joined the commonwealth team the uh, athlete services team for judo so we were based at the sccc um for the days of the judo and it was basically, it was like, um, really was like a judo reunion with all the volunteers because you had volunteers there that were referees, you had volunteers that were officials, volunteers that were players, volunteers that were club volunteers. So you had a whole range of people, both old and young, doing what we all love and being involved with judo. Awesome.
0: So, what was the what was the day to day role of being a were, was it games Makers? Uh, no, games, or, uh, games makers that was the
1: with London? London. It was Clyde Siders. Okay. Because
0: what were you doing um, then?
1: Well, I was part of the um, athlete services team for judo. So, what our day to day role is, we would actually come in, and we would every day we'd go in and we'd be mainly based in the warm up area at the Commonwealth Games. Yeah. So we would be there and we would be, our jobs would be to fetch the athletes, um, let them know that they're about to be called for their fights, make sure the athletes were where they should be. Um, If there was any athletes that were being called to doping control, um, then we would obviously inform them that anti-doping needed them to go to the control area. So we would take them there. And hand them over to the doping and troll guys. we would then just be there on hand to offer any assistance to any of the teams whatever um they needed and Before the games, I was based in the athletes village, and we were awesome. and we were there uh, basically putting the back patches on.
0: Fortunately, everything went well, and it was quite fun. Did you come away with any mementos from the, from the
1: game? Yeah. I mean, I managed to collect a few pin badges as you, as you do for all the different, because the athletes have the pin badges. So you get handed the pin badges out. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I managed to get a few um, pin badges and stuff like that. So yeah. And, and some really good memories.
0: Cool. Oh, that's awesome, man. Um, and I guess, yeah, was it was it a positive experience? If there were another home games, would you be looking to volunteer? Without again?
1: a shadow of a doubt, and I would recommend it to anyone. And twenty twenty two will host come will host judo at Birmingham, so it will be another UK Games. So it won't be a home games in the sense of for Scotland, but I think for the UK, it's another fantastic opportunity, and I'm sure there will be the same guys. I mean, I know on the various forums on Facebook, the guys are already talking about volunteering at Birmingham. And I know that there'll be far more people uh, volunteering. And I would urge anyone that listens to this to volunteer in whatever capacity you can, because it is an awesome experience.
0: So, obviously, you're quite active... Uh, on the facebook forums i think you run the british judo community forum. yeah i set that up yeah cool and um from that so i'm obviously a, a member and i, I kind of keep up to date from that i've i've seen that you are quite vociferous about um some of the things you're promoting and i guess the one we really wanted to talk about is the brain tumor competition yeah. um so how did that come about? What's it for? I'm sure a lot of people listening not are aware of the the larger story, but please, if there's there will be some people who don't know it, so please fill fill everyone in. Yeah,
1: um, well, as you're 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 yourself aware, and as you say, a lot of people are aware. Um, the reason I set it up is because Jamie McDonald, who was a Welsh judo player uh, who competed at the Commonwealth Games. Um, in 2014, was diagnosed with a brain tumour, an inoperable brain tumour, at or in January of 2015. And like everyone, he had a. I followed his blog and stuff like that. And then I decided, well, and I, I thought to myself, right, I'm doing a degree in sports management. I know how to the theory the theories of running an event and what needs to be done. So I thought, well, why don't I put that into practical use and do some good in the same yeah. time? So I then came up with the idea of the, the event. And I thought, right, how can I do this that will help um, like raise money? And I thought, right, the obvious thing, it's, it's for someone who does judo, let's do a judo event. Let's do a judo competition. So wheels in motion venue set, and everything else done. And then, obviously, June 2017, we held the first Brain Tumor Charity Competition at the National Sport Wales Centre in Cardiff. Um, great day. Um, fantastic um, event. Um, we had somewhere in the region of 170 competitors. So we had, like, from from like 10 year olds up to masters um, and it was amazing event we raised just under 1200 pounds on the for the event for the charity and it was just a very very great well, worthwhile day I probably didn't feel like it after the day finished so I just wanted to go and lie in a dark room uh, but no, it was it was a fantastic experience, um, and I decided I knew almost immediately from the feedback that I'd got from people before that uh, at the event. It's like let's do this again, so I decided to do it again. So as a result, we're doing it at the, we're doing it this year, um, but this year I think's gonna. Um, be a little bit more significant and that's obviously because I you know a lot of people will know um, but unfortunately in November last year Jamie died as a result of the brain tumour.
0: Yeah, it was in- it was incredibly sad news and I'm, I know a load of people throughout, certainly the British judo you know, community were affected yeah. by Um, did you know did you know Jamie I
1: actually met Jamie originally three bucks um, a few years back so met him three bucks um, we chatted and got talking and then just before the Commonwealth Games um, the the bucks before the Commonwealth Games uh, um, speaking to him because he got injured so he was sitting outside and I came across him and started chatting to him and he was talking about the Commonwealth journey that he was having and then Really, that was that was it. And so then, met him again in Glasgow at the Commonwealth Games, and then that was it. He was part of um, Team Wales, um, and then six months later, unfortunately, he got the devastating news um, of the the brain tumor. So then, that was really it.
0: Wow. So did the. Was he able to attend the event? Did he? Did he support the event?
1: Uh, he, he. Obviously, I kept in um, abreast of everything that was going on, um, and he was fully behind it. And he was going to come to the event. Unfortunately, um, he didn't feel too well, so he had a a bit of a turn for the worst on the day, um, which unfortunately is one of those sad realities about. The disease, and he um, couldn't make it. Um, it just,
0: it just, yeah. So this this year, what are you what are you looking to do with the competition? Why, how's it going to be bigger this year? Well, this
1: year it's going to be much bigger, I think. Um, there's a lot more people interested in it, I think, because they know about it. Because, yes, last last year it was, oh, it's just another competition type thing. Um, it's it's like, oh, it's someone who's not done a competition before, so we're not sure how it's going to go. Um, which is like with every, every kind of competition. The first competition is always small and then it builds up and builds up. Uh, but this year where it's going to be run over a two-day event. So what's going to happen is we've got, we're going to be having The minors, double A's, cadets, or pre-cadets and cadets. That's going to be on the Saturday. And then we're having juniors, seniors and masters on the Sunday. But we've also got, on the Saturday, we've also got something very, very, very special going on.
0: I think I've... I think, is this something you've also put on the Facebook group as well? Is this the, uh, the, the team event that you guys are doing? The, the
1: Dream organize? Team.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not actually my
1: idea. Um, basically, I know a, a very nice lady down in Wales, called Wendy Allen. And she has a daughter who's 12 years old. She's a VI player called Darren. Um and Darren knew Jamie very well and the family knew Jamie Um and she came up to me and said Look, I want to do something and I've got this idea Um, what do you think about it and I thought yeah it's great it's a fantastic idea now in all fairness she has done a lot of the work and basically the, the idea is going to be um, a dream team, which is going to be kids from eight to fourteen, um, and they're going to be in part of a team, and that team is going to be um, led by Jamie's original coach from Mace State Judo, uh, Kerry Paul, Kevin, Uh and they're going to be against a, a team of, I think. Yeah, you can't really underestimate the word legend. Um, when you Some of the people that are looking to be involved in the team, we've got Neil Adams, Brian Jacks, awesome. Loretta Cusack, Nick Cocoteo, Karina Bryant, Natalie Powell, Ashley McKenzie, Danny Williams, John Buchanan. So that's the sort of people who are, are supporting this event. That's that's it sounds super exciting. It's got and it's Um, actually it's going to be it's a bit of fun. And what we're going to do to make it even more fun is it's going to be done under old old rules. So we are going to have corner judges. We're going to have flags. We're going to have cokers. It's going to be an absolute fantastic. Event and yeah, it's going to be great. It's just it's going to be a bit of fun, but it's something different. And yeah,
0: what's the aim? What's the aim of the event? Are you looking to raise awareness? Are you looking to raise uh, money? It's
1: both, really.
0: What we want to do is we want to
1: raise as much money for the charity as possible, but also we want to raise awareness for the for the for the charity. Because um, I'm not sure if you know, but brain tumours are the most common form of tumour, one of the most common form of tumours amongst young people under 40. But they receive, but brain tumour research receives the least funding. How can that be right? How can something which is affecting more people receive the least funding? So it's like, no, let's get money, let's raise money for these people let's raise money and help them and especially because one of our own one of our judo family and it's not just jamie there's been loads of people within the judo family who have been affected by brain tumors i mean a few years ago you'll probably remember um josh gavin unfortunately passed away and there's been others, so let's just help get rid of this horrible disease, um,
0: and just let's find a cure. And also, awesome. I think it's it's an amazing initiative, and I think it's 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 sad that it's something that's come out of this like tragic situation, but it is an amazing initiative. When when is the event? When when you're looking to hold the it? event is on
1: the 14th and 15th of july this year it's being okay. in, it's being held in newport center this year so it's been held in newport and um, entries are open so you can enter online so if people do want to get their entries
0: in early then they can do so fantastic and and once again who are is there a charity identified this year? yeah
1: it's the same charity it's a brain tumor charity so the competition is for the Brain Treatment Charity. So it's now what we're doing is we're aiming to make it a legacy event. So it started last year. It was a one-off. I thought, let's do this. Let's do it. make a bit of money for the charity. Then afterwards, people were like, "Yeah, really enjoyed it. Are you going to do it next year? Okay, we're going to do it next year. And that that decision was cemented. By unfortunately Jamie's passing, so it's like this year it's going to be like the memorial event type thing. So we're going to make it um, part of the same the same event, but it will be obviously for remembering Jamie as well. But then looking forward, I'm looking at putting on every year as an annual event, Um, and again. Hopefully. I mean, we might not raise millions of pounds, but we'll do our little bit. It might be a drop in the ocean, but that drop in the ocean might be the difference between saving someone's life and, unfortunately, them not being able to get the research
0: done. Yeah. Do you have an amount that you've got in mind that you'd like to raise?
1: I'd like to raise more than last year. (laughs)
0: Fantastic! How much did you raise? Uh, just year? under
1: twelve hundred, but that was only one Fantastic. day. So, yeah, I don't, I don't want to set a target because it's like, mm, I, if I if I don't make that target, I'll be disappointed. If I do make it, it's like, well, if I set a higher target, then people will might not have donated. So, I don't like to set a target because um, if I set a target, then something will go wrong somewhere. Yeah. But it's basically as much money as possible.
0: And if people can't come down, is there any way they can donate?
1: Yeah. uh, What we have is we've got a Just Giving page. justgiving forward slash crowdfunding forward slash Charity Judo 2018. That's our Just Giving page for the event. So all the money raised on that would be added to the total that we raise on the day, and then at the end of the event, a big total will be made, published, upsized, and we let everyone know. Yeah.
0: Again, I think it's I think it's an incredible idea, and it is it's it's sad that it has to come out of yes, yeah, such a devastating, such a tragic loss to friends and family and the wider judo world but it's, it's, a, it's an amazing thing you're doing and all the respect in the world for putting it together thank you um, the other thing which I guess is less serious I want to say um, but still important to the judo community is you are putting a petition to the government together to get judo back in schools,
1: yes, I am. Um, I know that I know there's been petitions in the past, um, but in 2015, the government decided, in their infinite wisdom, to take judo and 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 of course other martial arts off the approved list for, list for GCSE and A level syllabus. Yeah, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. Seeing as judo, taekwondo and coming up to Japan 2020 karate are all Olympic sports. So you'd have thought that an Olympic sport is big enough to be included in uh, the syllabus for kids to do GCSEs and A-levels. Because as you and I both know, there are thousands of kids out there that do judo. In their home clubs uh, around the country, and why shouldn't they be able to use sport that they do and they love
0: towards their academic achievement?
1: There's no there's no reason for that they can't. I
0: think Um, I think you're right, but I think as well, um, kind of GCSE A level age is when there's a when you start to see the drop off in numbers um kids are maturing and i think it would be good for the sport if there are other places where they can continue to do judo or where it's it's supported maybe maybe not maybe continue to judo is the wrong turn of phrase but if it's supported hmm. by the schools it might encourage a few more kids to stay in the sport um yeah it it doesn't it doesn't affect
1: them in their sport because they still go to the same club, they'll still train in the same, with the same coach, they'll still do the same thing. But the difference is they can use it towards GCSE PE. And a lot of students, a lot of kids do PE as a subject. Um, I know some schools, I think I know some schools do it, make it a compulsory subject. But they have to or some of them are forced to switch sports. So they have to play football, they have to play rugby, they have to do other sports. Maybe, maybe they don't have an interest in them. I and I know, I know people within the, ju- the, ju- the judo players that have no interest in football, no interest in rugby. They like judo. So why should we then... And that's where I think the drop-off comes, because people have been forced to do other sports Uh, in order to come to the GCCs. And I think that's wrong. I think you should be given the choice. It's not as if it's some wild and wonderful, wacky sport that's been been invented two years ago. Martial arts. And that's um, that's the important key of the petition. It's not just judo. It's for all martial arts. So people who do kickboxing, people who do karate, people who do jiu-jitsu, people who do kung fu should be allowed to use the sport that they that they do that some of them have been doing since they were really small to count towards their their grades. Um, and why should the government or anyone stifle someone's ability? I mean, there's all this talk about people um, wanting to get more active in the sport and the government launching initiatives into healthy lifestyles. And you've got people, you've got people there that are doing sport. They should be allowed to continue that. And it, sh- it should be more encouraged more.
0: So how many uh, signatures or sign-ups are you looking to get? Well, what happens is that with the...
1: it's. <clears throat> What I decided decided as a conscious effort to, rather than use the Change.org platform, which a lot of people use, uh, which is a fantastic platform, um, but to use the official UK government one. Because what they have is they have a format where um, if you get more than 10,000 signatures, then you actually get an official response from the government. And if you get over 100,000 signatures, then you get a parliamentary debate. So it's sort of like a reward. I, I don't know if a reward system is the, um, the correct way, but I think it's, it's, it does it is a good way of doing it, where if you get to a certain amount, that they'll respond. And if you get to a higher amount, that they'll actually discuss it in Parliament. Um, so so with the response, they require you to have 10,000 signatures. And for a debate, they require you to have 100,000 signatures. The only crux of that is that the only problem with that, well, it's not really a problem, I suppose, but um, the, the stipulation is you have to be resident in the UK you have to be a, re, a UK resident to actually um, put the because it's it's going to the UK government so what they look at is they look, they look at the fact that it's affecting the UK so you have to be a UK citizen or a UK resident I think you don't have to be a UK citizen you can be a UK resident uh, and you have to be able to prove that you have to enter all your details uh, it takes slightly longer than change where you just click one button but it takes literally less than a minute all you do is you sign the petition you then get an email they conf- the email confirms that you've signed it and that's partic- and you just basically do the confirmation so if anyone does sign it and they and they put a false email it's no good because that, that 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 signature doesn't count because I, I know what it, I know. It's like you get emails. It's like, oh, please put your email. No, I don't want to give you my email address. It's like no. Um, but yeah, you have to put your correct a correct email address that so you can verify that you've actually signed the petition. Sort of a safeguard, I think.
0: So, if people want to sign the petition, um, is it best to go through your Facebook page, or is there a, have you got a link? Um, they can go through the Facebook page, or all they need to do is. Type in
1: or search for petition. It's, it's www.petition.parliament.uk and that will lead them to the UK parliamentary petitions or they can just type it into Google uh, UK Parliament petitions. When it comes on the main screen, they can search for a petition and if they just type in martial arts, it will come up with the only petition that has martial arts in the title, and that's my petition. That's the one to allow martial arts to be on the GCSE stroke A level syllabus. And currently, at the moment, we are sitting on 6,689 signatures. So it's quite a lot, but it's not as many as I'd like. So hopefully, um, all your listeners will enter that <laughs> into their computers
0: as they're listening to your podcast. All, all two or three of them. All <laughs> like, two or three of got, we've them, We've got yeah. a few more than that, so yeah, hopefully. And then uh, hopefully they can spread the word as well. And, uh, yeah.
1: yeah, the more people the more people that share the link, the better. And it's not just because I'm sure that you have, there are listeners that are not, have got friends that are not just involved with judo, people who are involved with karate, people who are involved with kickboxing, any martial art or combat sports. Awesome. Or anyone that Anyone that feels that that an active lifestyle is better for kids. Because this is what it's all about. It's promoting an active lifestyle for children.
0: Awesome, mate. Um, coming to the end, I am going to ask you one of my bog-standard questions I ask everybody and then um, I will let you get away because I realise it's getting very, very late now when we record this. Um, so, I like to ask people if they could give me one or two fights you know that that they think kind of really sum up what judo is, or they think's great examples of, of fantastic judo. So, have you got anything you you could share with us?
1: Yeah, well, as I explained earlier, I was a I was a quad sider at the 2014 Commonwealth Games. So, um, we got. One of the advantages of that job is we got to see some fantastic, um, absolutely brilliant judo. Um, And it was obviously a great, um, it was a great result for all of the home nations, for Wales, Scotland, and of course England, um, with a fantastic medal count. Um, And it was just a brilliant three days of judo. But one of the... One of the fights that really I thought captivated my my uh imagination on the fight was the the, the gold medal fight in the uh, plus a hundred where um where so was that um,
0: yeah Chris versus was it the New Zealand lad in the final? Sam Rosser? I think so, yes. Off the top of my head. I might have to check that, but um
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, um, and it was—I mean—it was a great fight. I mean, it was a great battle between two heavyweights, um, and towards the end, when it was getting quite intense, and then suddenly Chris came in with this massive throw, and I cannot remember for the life of me what technique it was, uh, but the thing that got me it was. A, it was a throw from the bottom of the jacket. (laughs) So it was using the bottom of the jacket to actually throw. And it was a great, fantastic end. And I think that sums up, I mean, it doesn't matter where you are, what you've done. And it was like a fantastic end to the judo.
0: Awesome. Um, Well, what I do is I I try and find all the... uh all the, the fights that people recommend, and I, I try and stick them up on the website. Um, did you say you had one other?
1: Yeah. Um, it's not really an international fight. It's going back to my first year of, really, one of my first ever competitions that I ever witnessed in this life. Um, I was back, I believe, I think it was 2012. It like, could be 2013, but I think it was 2012. And it was at Bucks, at uh, the British University Championships. Okay. Um, and I wasn't fighting because, unfortunately, I wasn't eligible to, because I wasn't at that time at university. But I was there as part of the Edinburgh University Judo Club, supporting the team. And long, this is before up helped it, but they used to have a regional competition. So they would have Scotland as a region, Wales, I think The North East, the North West, London, South East, So I have about Six teams. And it was like, it was a team competition, but it was 10, a 10 man team. So it was 10 players, very weights. And this one particular final, it got through, it was Scotland and someone else. Um, I can't for the life of a it was so long ago. Um but it was a ten it was Scotland were five nil up. So then the sixth fight came and all that was needed was a draw. Right. Um and it was a very good friend of mine, Roy Shepherd. Okay. Who I know Roy. Was fighting. i sure you know yeah, I'm sure everyone knows Roy. He's been involved with University Judo. Um but he thought he came out and he was like the, the Scotland men's captain. Um, so he came out and it was this was before four minutes and the new new rules and stuff, so it was quite intensive. It was like Yukos, obviously Wazaris and Ippons. But it just went on and on and there was no let up from either player. It was just so intensive. Um, it ended in a draw that's five minutes of absolute intense fighting and a war, basically. And you could see how intense it was. And I think that sums up the spirit of judo, that you never give up. Um, And it will lead me, I think, nicely to something that Jamie said um, when he did his... Um, stand-up to cancer video. I don't know if you ever saw that.
0: Um, I'm not sure um, I have.
1: But he did a stand-up to cancer, cancer video, which is available on YouTube, um, and it talks about his diagnosis. And on one of the, um, one of the big lines, one of the lines he said, and it's something I think that will stay with me for a long time, and he said that cancer like, you know, it's a battle. You get thrown, you pick yourself up, you get thrown again, you keep picking yourself up and you keep fighting. And that fight, back in 2012, epitomises judo for me and it sort of links really nicely, I think, to the spirit of the reasons I'm doing what I'm doing in judo now.
0: Simon, thanks so much for your time. If people want to... um follow what's happening with either petition or the competition um, what's the best place they can find you is it on Facebook is it on Twitter
1: yeah they can find me uh, find me on Facebook I've not really grasped Twitter okay. yeah <laughs> too much fake news
0: no worries <laughs>
1: um, but yes you can find me me on Facebook um, and that's it but you can also follow British Judo Community um obviously I post on GB Judo Underground um and various other sites. There is a um a Facebook event page as well. Which if you type in Braintree Maturity Judo Tournament twenty eighteen yes. um in the search bar you'll be able to find the tournament. Um and that I post all the links to uh competition updates, online trees, and stuff. And as I said, uh, entries are open online, and they will fill up. I'm sure very quickly, and I will be closing entries as soon as they are full. So get your. I've already got 25 entries already. Awesome. Uh, which is absolutely fantastic, uh, considering the competition is not for another six months. Yeah, but that's phenomenal. Get get your get your places. Get your get your entries in there. Spread the word, um, and as I said. Um, there's a crowdfunding page um, for just, on Just Giving, and that is www.justgiving.com forward slash crowdfunding forward slash charity judo 2018. And if you find the UK Government Parliament uh, petition site, into g- the search bar, just type martial arts, and you'll come across um, the petition which um, closes on April the 2nd so get your signatures
0: on that fantastic Simon thanks so much for coming on um, I hope to catch up with you soon it would be great if we could get you back um, around the time of the competition just to hear out how it went thanks yeah mate. that would be absolutely
1: fantastic thank you very much
0: catch you later buddy bye 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 so that was the interview with Simon and I really want to thank him for coming on the show Once again, I think he's involved with some fantastic initiatives. Um, As I said, I didn't know uh, Jamie and I can't imagine how difficult it's been for his family and friends, you know, throughout his illness and particularly um, since he passed away last year. So condolences go to them. But hopefully this event will be bigger and better than last year and we will really succeed in raising some money and awareness of the disease. Links to the charity, and also to the um, petition. They're going to go up on the website, and hopefully I'll try and find a way of putting them in the show notes. So please go and support both. Let's get Judo back on the GCSE syllabus, and if you can, please try and support the Brain Tumor event um, in any way possible. hope you've enjoyed this one, guys. Speak to you soon.